I was reminded this Halloween or All Hallows Eve, the evening before All Saints Day, about the practice of luminaries, which, as we know, started as a Christmas tradition and is now used on countless holidays. And it's quite easy to create luminaries. The easiest way is to get an ordinary paper bag and put a little sand in the bottom of it, and then you light a candle and put it in the sand. And then normally they line the edges of a person's driveway leading all the way to the front door so when the sun goes down and nightfall comes, those ordinary bags are quite beautiful. And it is fitting that they became a tradition and practice at Christmas, celebrating the birth of Jesus, the light of the world, or the word become flesh. And on this day, we are keenly aware of how we continue to see the light of Christ in the lives of ordinary saints where the word continues to become flesh through their kindness, mercy, and perseverance. That the light of our lives can reveal the light of this world. That the saints of our lives pass down to us an embodied faith. Not a list of rules and principles and checklists. That faith comes alive in their words and in their actions, which is quite beautiful. Now, the saints of our lives are not ten feet tall with perfect teeth. They do not hover above the ground like they're walking on clouds with this glow shining from the background. That saints are not saints because they are perfect. That they simply embody in various ways the goodness and grace of God. As 1 John reminds us where it says, we shall be called God's children. So we can bear God's image and embody Christ's love and participate in the Spirit's work that our lives can reveal the light of this world. And 1 John was written for this wide group of people but apparently there are fractures and divisions within this group. So they are invited to share the love of God amongst one another as God's children, where they all come together. 
So there is no tiered spirituality within this group. Just ordinary saints. And we find a similar picture in the book of Revelation where it says, There was a great multitude that no one could count from every nation, from all tribes and peoples and languages, standing before the throne and before the Lamb. That this is nothing short of a picture of the peace of God. That wonderful old word, shalom, which means more than just the absence of conflict. It is the very hope that God has for this world where everything is as it should be. And as we look out on this crowd from all the nations, all tribes and languages, we cannot find any tiered spirituality. It's just a bunch of ordinary saints giving thanks for the goodness and grace of God. That saints are saints because they live as if this picture of peace is already true. that even when it is not, they speak and act in such a way that it is already a reality. Which is why we are so thankful for them. But if we are not careful, We can overlook them if we are expecting someone 10 feet tall with perfect teeth. It's like that story that Bill Leonard tells about the man who went to the Civil Rights Museum in Birmingham. And he's standing there looking at the cell where Martin Luther King was imprisoned. And next to him is an ordinary woman talking to her grandson and telling her all about the movement. And then he overhears the grandson say, Grandma, is this the cell that you were in? She says, no, honey. This was Martin's cell. Mine was just up the road a little bit. That if we're not careful, we can overlook the ordinary saints all around us. So we need to pay attention and be on the lookout for them. Like the patron saint of washing dishes. That person in your life who you watch do small tasks as if they were extremely important. 
never complaining about it, even taking joy in it, because for them, it was one way to serve the needs of others. Or like the patron saint of careful speech. Someone who may not have said a whole lot, but not because they didn't have anything important to say, but they truly understood the sheer power of words. And they always wanted to speak with honesty, with mercy, and with kindness. Or the patron saint of laughter. That person who never laughed at anybody else, but was always willing to laugh at the funny moments of ordinary life. Even to laugh at themselves. And they didn't hide their laughter as if they were embarrassed by it, you know, wanting to appear stately and serious in public. But they laughed freely and shared it with others and it was infectious or perhaps the patron saint of tender strength that person who was always in the background reserved and quiet never wanting to be in the spotlight until someone being harsh or mean. And they knew how to stand in the gap with tender strength, showing up, stepping forward, standing with those who were vulnerable. That we have all known saints in our lives, sometimes overlooked, but always influential. I've often heard that phrase, you don't want to be the low person on the totem pole. And maybe we've all been the low person on the totem pole. Stuck with the hard task nobody else wants. You know, a totem pole where they stack one figure on top of the other. Well, we were in the Pacific Northwest and walking by this expansive, beautiful park that had been built in recognition and in honor of the indigenous people who first lived in that area. And in the center of the park was this gigantic totem pole over 25 feet tall. You couldn't get your arms around it. It was so wide. And they explained that a totem pole is one way to tell a story, to tell the story of a people or the generations in a family. And as we listened to this explanation, we realized that that phrase, you don't want to be the low person on the totem pole, was absolutely incorrect. It has nothing to do with the actual meaning 
of a totem pole. Because in telling the story of a people or in the generations of a family, it is the ones on the bottom who receive the greatest honor because they're holding everybody else up. And we all stand on somebody else's shoulders. We have learned from the saints in our lives, in our families, our churches, that we have seen in them this embodied faith, moments clear to us, that hold on to us even once they are gone, speaking of the goodness and the grace of God. That we can all be luminaries of the light of the world. So we give thanks for the ordinary saints who have come before us and who continue to show us the way. Amen.